Hey there, friend. I'm Susan, and this is the Spark Chasers podcast, a series dedicated to the educational changemakers who embrace creativity, seek out challenges, and collaborate on solutions. This is a show for any educator looking to explore the creative side in the classroom, business, and life. So grab a cup of caffeine, your favorite flare pen, and let's chat about what's now and what could be next. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome to another episode of Spark Chasers. I'm Susan Riley. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Um, I'm so excited about today's podcast because I'm welcoming a special guest onto the show today, Casey Morris. Now, Casey is the founder of The CEO Teacher, an online space dedicated to helping educators change their lives by learning how to market their online teacher businesses. Now, if you have a TPT store, if you've ever wanted to start a TPT store and maybe to get a little side income going, if you're wondering, how do I make a little bit of extra cash this year because I'm working on several goals or maybe um, I want to participate in arts integration certification, but I don't have the cash yet and I want to be able to maybe sell some online resources. Casey is your go-to girl. Love her and what she does. Um, She is absolutely incredible at breaking down the process of creating and selling teacher resources online and then helping teachers build their mindset and their marketing muscles to create the life of their dreams. She's a mama of four. Uh, She's a wife to a high school principal and just a wonderful down-to-earth human. So, You ready to learn how you can take what you know and build a business that impacts teachers and students all over the world? Let's dive in. All right. Well, welcome, Casey. It's so good to have you on the show. Thanks so much for coming today. Thank you so much for having me, Susan. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So um, this is Spark Chaser. So we talk a lot about creativity and education, um, but we also talk about the thing that kind of the passion that burns inside of us as educators. And that is why I really wanted to have you on the show because you have just, I've been watching it just by the way, I've been watching your kind of rise over the last several years. And I am just in awe of what you have been doing for educators, because I think that you are empowering educators to know their worth. Uh, both in the classroom and out. So I would love it if you would just kind of share who you are, what you do, and just a bit of a brief background of um, your journey as an educator and what you're doing now. Well, thank you first so much on such the nice introduction. I appreciate that. Um, I'm Casey Morris. I was a former English teacher. I taught eighth grade English and language arts for a couple of years. I also taught sixth grade. I taught first grade. So education has been in my life for a while. My husband's a high school principal. Um, and I graduated with the hopes of being a classroom teacher forever. I loved what I did. And little did I know is that I was going to have two baby boys that were born 12 months and 11 days apart. And I struggled through a really deep postpartum depression for about four years when I first started teaching in the classroom. And I thought that that meant that the job that I always wanted my whole life wasn't the job for me, but really I just needed to find joy inside of the classroom. 
classroom. So in October of 2013, I asked my doctor for help with the postpartum depression, but I also uh, found Teachers Pay Teachers, which is an online marketplace for teachers where they buy and sell their lesson plans. I'm sure most of your listeners are familiar with it. And I found it for reasons that I, I don't currently use it for now, but I found it because some teacher in the world helped me become a better teacher. That 118 students that I was te- that I was teaching, they weren't getting the education that they deserved because I was struggling on the inside. And that teacher helped me so much. Um, they changed my life and those students' lives. So once I started buying lesson plans online, I started to find my spark again. I started to come out of that depression and feel like I was meant to be on this planet and I was meant to make a difference. And one random day in October of 2013, I looked at my husband and I said, I think I can do this too. And so I started selling my lesson plans and the rest they say is history, but now I get to teach teachers how to find that joy again and you know start making what they're worth inside and outside of the classroom. That's amazing. So I love this um, the story and your honesty because last week um, we actually released an episode about mental health and how important it is to have those open, honest conversations as educators because I think as educators, particularly women educators, are um, kind of expected to, you know, roll with the punches and to, to push it down a little bit to get the job done to make sure that we're taking care of our students. And so mental health is definitely something that I'm really passionate about. And I'm so grateful for you for being honest about that because it's something we've all struggled with, I think. Um, but tell me a little bit more about how you went from teacher pay teachers to the teacher CEO, which is what you are now. So explain that jump for me for a little bit. Sure. So I started selling my resources, um, as I said, in 2013, and that changed so much for me. You know, it gave me so much hope and creativity, and I fell in love with sharing and being able to reach more children. So as the years progressed, I got better at it, and I started to kind of dig deep and figure out what could be something that helped me take this to the next level, because I was seeing things online where teachers were making millions of dollars, and I was like, this is crazy town. <laughs> I remember I printed out every article about every teacher that had made a million dollars on Teachers Pay Teachers, because they used to celebrate it. They used to put it all over the internet, and I printed out every article, and I would tell my husband, I'm like, see, I'm not crazy. Like People are doing this. And so I finally mustered up the courage to leave the classroom in January of 2018. The side hustle was going really well. And it was the scariest thing I ever did in my entire life was to leave because I was leaving something that I loved to chase something else that I loved. And how do you pick between two really big passions? But I knew that if I never tried, I would have always looked back and asked myself, what if, what if I would have just tried to go all in with this other job of selling my resources? So That was January of 2018. I was rocking and rolling. I was pregnant with our fourth child. It was going great. I was living my hashtag best life. And I was being stopped in Walmart every day in our little small town. And teachers were like, are you guys struggling? And because in the South, we, that's just how we do it, right? Everyone, we always ask all all the TMI questions. And I was like, no, we're, we're, loving life. I'm so happy. I'm still teaching, you know, I'm still getting to feel that. 
And people say, well, can you help me? So sure. So I started doing coaching just one-on-one and I had 16 students overnight, just shared it on Instagram. Hey guys, I want to be your coach and 16 students overnight. And that grew into about 35 a week, those people I was coaching, but I could only help so many people. And I told my husband, I said, I am loving this because I get to teach every day. And so I decided um, in November of 2018 to launch a course, basically just took everything that everyone had been asking me for the last year in those coaching calls and created a course called the Make Your Mark. It's a membership now, but um, we've helped over 2000 teachers to start this journey and it's turned into the brand that is the CEO teacher. And it's been a wild ride, but wow, we're so blessed. Yeah. Well, it's incredible. And I resonate so much with your story because I think anybody who is considering that leap from specifically from the classroom to starting your own business in this arena, um, it has that fear moment, right? Like I specifically remember mine and, and I don't know about you, but like, I use this term hem and haul, right? I hem and hauled about it for, I don't know, six months, maybe. I mean, like every week I was talking about, oh, should I go? Should I stay? And the, the decision when you realize that you can help so many more people and in turn, I don't know about you, but for me, like impacting so many more students, right? Like, don't you feel like the work that you're doing with educators and how you're coaching them helps them to be a better teacher for their students, but also help them impact more teachers, right? Because if they're creating resources and all of that, they're impacting more teachers. So exponentially, you are impacting so many more kids, right? Like, wouldn't you agree with that? I would. I'm glad you said, I've never heard him and hall before, but that's really, I like <laughs> that it. That might be a Pennsylvania Dutch term. <laughs> that was my, like, I, the, I thought about it a long, long, long time. <laughs> I love it. I, I need to add this. I'm going to add this to my uh, vocabulary. So yeah, you, we, him and haul over it over and over again. And in our minds, we create the worst case scenario. What yes. if we've crash and burn? And I love the book, the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And he chats mm-hmm. about that. He says, write out on paper, what is the worst case scenario? Yep. So for me, if this all, you know, fell and nothing worked and we went into a pandemic, you know, they were all at that time. We didn't even know about that. You know, worst case scenario was I go back to being a teacher, a job that I love. Right. So I knew when I started thinking about it like that, I had to do it. And for the first year, I don't think I took that perspective. I love that you shared that. If anyone's listening and thinking about leaving or, you know, we, we tend to kind of feel guilty as teachers were pleasers. And I felt like I was letting my kids down. I was letting my principal down. And so I really like wallered in that for a while. That's a Southern term that we say, um, (laughs) trade terms, (laughs) but once I started to see the impact that this course was having on teachers, not just in a financial way, but in the person that they got to become it, I started to see, as you said, like, oh, this is the ripple effect. And now I've gotten to see, you know, it's like throwing, instead of a pebble, it's like throwing a stone into the lake to see how many people we can impact. You know, we have a huge Aussie population and Mm -hmm. the Aussie teachers are just getting on board really with Teachers Pay Teachers. And it is 
Amazing. I just received a gift from Australia. I talk to our Aussie teachers all the time. And to think that this little girl from South Georgia gets to have an impact on children all the way across the world mm -hmm. is gives me chills. Yeah. The internet is an amazing gift. It can be a stressor, but it can be such an amazing gift too. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what does being a teach, teacher CEO mean to you? You have this brand now known as the teacher CEO. What does that mean? So it's so important for me, for my students to resonate with the name that is the CEO teacher, right? To become that person. And it means that we have to really break down those classroom glass ceilings on what a teacher is in 2021. And I know that last year was hard for so many teachers, but we got to see the revolution, I think, of what we've known in our hearts all along. And that's that teachers make the world go round. We are nothing without education. Mm -hmm. Every single person has a story about a teacher that has impacted their lives tremendously. And so to step into that role of becoming a CEO teacher means that you get to own that now. We've always known that we can make an impact on the lives of people for the rest of their lives, but I don't think we were given the credit that we deserve. So step into that and say, all right, now, even if it's just one student in my four walls of the classroom, that's amazing. But what if I can have that ripple effect on teachers and students or parents even? Some of our students are, are migrating into the parent market mm -hmm. because parents need our help more than ever. Coaching and my, my kids are here right now as we are uh, interviewing, doing virtual school. So the CEO teacher embodies everything that is allowing teachers to leave a legacy online as well as in the classroom. Wow. I love that mission. I don't know are you, if you are a fan of West Wing at all. Um, but on that show, there is a, there is a scene out of all the seasons that I remember the most, which is there's a scene where the, the president in the show says education is the silver bullet and we know it. And I think what's so powerful about your mission and what you're doing is that you're showing everybody. Yes. Education is the silver bullet and we know this and we can we can change it, we can make a difference, we can make it evolve into something better than we've ever had before. So I think that's amazing. I love your mission um, and what you do to help teachers. How do you think um, teachers can become empowered through online business? I know sometimes teachers get a little scared or nervous about like putting themselves out there online. How do you think that they can become empowered through this? That's a barrier or a wall we have to break down almost every single day. We are multi-passionate individuals, but we are people pleasers, as I said before, and we don't want to disappoint ever. And when we have our kids, it's we don't feel that we're disappointing our students. We can make that connection, but when we have to put ourselves out there online or on Instagram or on Facebook or on Teachers Pay Teachers, we are opening the door for any and all criticism. And teachers are like, we want hundred percent on every quiz and every test. You know, we were the most teachers were those students where we were the overachievers. And so we have to break down those walls. And what we've done is create a community that helps build you up when you're feeling down. You know, there are a lot of teacher Facebook groups out there that kind of rally around the negativity that can be in the online space. Yeah. And so yeah. we encourage everyone to leave those kinds of groups and come to the other side where 
we're going to have hard days. It's a roller coaster. The CEO teacher journey goes like this and you have a free space to chat about it in a positive way. And we're going to help pick you up. So is it going to always be easy? Most definitely not, but is it going to be worth it? Yes. And besides just making extra money, you get to feel this sense of self-worth that you never really had before. And that is where we see such a transformation. You know, my students are like, Casey, I lost 45 pounds since I joined your course. And I think, well, I didn't, I didn't teach how to lose weight. <laughs> and they said, yeah, but the habits that we've instilled have changed so much in my life. I started going to the gym again and I started reading again. And to me, that is worth so much more than, you know, students just selling their resources, but being able to have this total teacher transformation is so worth it. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit more about that habits component. I love the book Atomic Habits from James Clear, right? Yay. Um, And I think what's incredible about the work that you do, Casey, is that I've, I've been in the online space for a really long time. I know a lot of the online marketers that we follow, like Amy Porterfield, Stu McLaren, right? And, and the incredible ideas that they share for both our mindset and our businesses, right? Um, and what I love is that you weave those concepts in for teachers in a powerful way that makes sense for them. So tell me a little bit more about these habits, because I think that could be really impactful for a lot of us. Well, the fact that you even said my name with those people (laughs) means so much. Uh, They've had such a great impact on my life. Stu McClare, and if you aren't, people aren't familiar, you know, he runs a membership site and teaches people how to start their own. But not only that is I believe that he taught me more than anything that to be a good human is the best part of a business that good things happen to good people. And he's never said that, but, but he lives it and he breathes it. And so I've gotten to see the impact of he's silly and quirky, but he's just a good person. Him and his wife, they give and they give and they give and in return, they get so much in return. And so I started studying habits really when I left the classroom, I started really focusing on it. I read about three books a week and I love that you brought up James Clear's Atomic Habits. We just read that actually as a group for the CEO teacher. And it's such a great part of becoming who you want to become. So inside of the Make Your Mark membership, we have a course, but that teaches you step-by-step just how to sell your resources online. But we also have a weekly coaching program. And one of those calls each month is our monthly habits call. So I coach teachers for 30 minutes on finding habits that work. So keystone habits as chatted by Charles Duhigg, Duhigg in The Power of Habit, he talks a lot about keystone habits. So we have to start with these little bitty habits first. And once we start with little habits over time, those build up to what he calls keystone habits that have that ripple effect as we were chatting about on every single thing that you do. So I haven't helped anyone lose 45 pounds, but what I've helped them do is find these little bitty habits in their daily routines that they can tweak and they can fix. And those habits in return have infiltrated everything else in their life. And it has made them come out of depression or lose weight or start exercising again or fall back in love with their spouse. And it's been, you know, those stories in the inbox, oh golly, we save those in an important folder. And I'm never having a bad day. We go and we read them because that's why we do what we do. And yes, we talk about money, which makes teachers feel uncomfortable sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's just icing on the cake to be able to bring in more income for your family. But 
at the end of the day, if all of that was taken away to know that we can make an impact on the lives of teachers by infiltrating the habits that they do every single day, it's, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that you brought up that conversation around money. I think teachers sometimes get it is a really uncomfortable conversation. It's a mindset understanding. I think the difference between um, it, it being an energy, it's just an exchange of value and having that conversation, but, but acknowledging the impact beyond that even is so important for, for all of us, because as teachers, I think that's one thing that we all have in common is that we're, we're working for a greater good, right? We never got into education to make a ton of money. We did that to make an impact. And so I love how we can do that in a variety of ways. Can you share some, some very specific strategies for anybody who's looking to get started as a CEO teacher? Cause I know, you know, we teachers like the to-do list, the checklist, what can I do now? What are some strategies that I can use? For sure. For, for starters, you got to find a desire in your heart. And if you think to yourself, you may want to do this. I want you to tap into that and say to yourself, okay, I want to do this. Now I'm going to put in a little bit of research, a quick YouTube search can get you started with the basics. I don't want you to think that this is all a big secret. It's not. I was making YouTube videos helping teachers years ago. So if you're interested in the how-to, you can do that. But I love to start with desire first. And when you have this desire that burns inside of you, it can help you chase after other things. So we talk about in the beginning parts of our journey together is how to brand yourself accordingly, to build a brand that other people can resonate with. And then how to nail your niche. There are riches in the niches and people, you hear that people online say, yeah, but people have been selling their resources on TPT since 2006. Like the market's oversaturated. You'll never make money like you used to. And my students say, oh, catch me if you can. And let's watch, watch us do this thing because you have to really understand awareness in the marketplace and what market level sophistication is. And some of our students you can't come in and make, you know, a million dollars selling kindergarten centers anymore because it's been done a million times. So I show them how to find gaps in the marketplace too. So um, tactical is I want you to find the desire, go after a brand name that people can resonate with. And then let's find you a niche that allows us to find gaps in the marketplace and identify with that. And then it comes down to creating systems and processes. So you can turn out products like a machine. So Mm -hmm. We use everything in PowerPoint. We create all of our resources in PowerPoint or Google Slides now that we've kind of expanded into the digital space. Boom cards, Seesaw, if you're familiar. And from there, it's all about finding your creativity and your like inner voice to decorate and make things look how you want them and put your own name on them. But at the very beginning stages, you got to really kindle that excitement and that desire because once it starts going and you create your very first resource and you make 27 cent or however much money you make on your first resource it's this snowball that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and goes down the hill faster than ever before so uh find a group in a community that you can resonate with and go at it full steam ahead yeah um do you recommend that teachers begin on teacher pay teacher or do you also advocate for them to start with a course maybe, or with another set of resources or Amazon marketplace. I mean, how do, how do you know where to start? 
Sure. So we, we have three steps to the CEO teacher method. Step one is selling your resources online, beginning with teachers pay teachers, because we want you to make easy, quick money to begin with. But the hard realization is, is that that platform doesn't belong to us. So once we teach you how to do that, then we show you how to change your mindset after that. So how to feel like you were meant for even more. So step two is uh, make the shift. So make your mark is step one, how to make your mark selling your resources. And then step two is make the shift, how to make that mental mindset shift from I'm just a teacher to I am a CEO teacher. And then once you've been in our programs for a year or two years or three years, and you've started to make that shift because it takes time, it's not something that just happens overnight. Then we encourage you to make your real business, which is a true online business that belongs only to you and to take your teaching expertise and to sell an online course or an online membership or something that you can truly make the income that you've always wanted by working less and making more. But step one for sure is to make your mark by selling your resources on teachers pay teachers. That's how I got started. And it's a great way to make easy, quick money that becomes passive revenue for years to come. Yeah. And I also think it's a great way to, to test some things because I did not take that avenue. That's a very different avenue than I did. And I, I think it's smart actually, because I can't tell you how many mistakes I made <laughs> publicly on my site that like, you know, we go back to clean stuff up now and I'm going, oh man, can we just delete that? Like, can we just let that go? And so I think if you're starting um, in that arena, you have some opportunity to play. You have a way to, to learn. Here's what works. Here's what doesn't work. Um, I think this is great, but other people aren't buying it. Why? And, and use that platform as a way to do that before investing, you know, all the time and money in developing your own piece first. I think that's just, that's just a smart way to do it. Um, what do you think, I'm going to shift gears just, just slightly. What do you think is most challenging about teaching right now and how second part, how can, um, becoming a CEO teacher be a lever for change? Do you think? Oh, I love it. I think the hardest part right now is that teachers are juggling so many hats. Mm -hmm. I interviewed three students last night and they were, you know, talking about the struggles that they were going through with hybrid and then in-person and then virtual. So it just, from day to day, it's changing and they are having to change the way that they educate. And so all three of them, when I asked them, how are you making it? How are you persevering? You know, I'm no longer in the classroom. So I see your struggles, but I don't live your struggles. So they said, the number one thing is to stay optimistic, to be top of mind and to say that this too shall pass. We are working our way through this. This is what teachers do. We, we change and we evolve and this is what we have to do. But the great thing is, is that all of the hard work you're putting in right now is the future of education. And so allowing yourself to realize that if you're putting in all of this hard work, creating virtual resources or teaching online, this is the future of education. Does that mean brick and mortar schools are going to go away? No, but we have forever changed because of what happened in 2020. So allowing that change and that perspective to settle into yourself you are already stepping into the role of a CEO teacher and utilizing those strengths to migrate yourself online is going to be a super easy transition for years to come. So 
gone are the days of students coming to me saying, I haven't used PowerPoint in 10 years. I don't even know where to start, you know? And now we get to start students at an even different level, which is great because instead of thinking we have a can't do attitude when it comes to technology, we've had to evolve into, we have to do it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Casey, for joining me today. Can you let people know where they can find you and follow you so that they can stay connected? Yeah. Thank you again so much for having me, Susan. I love talking to fellow educators. It was my pleasure. My pleasure. And if you guys are listening and want to check it out, we have a podcast called the CEO Teacher Podcast, where we teach educators how to get started. You can always find me on Instagram at Casey Morris. And if you're ready to start or expand your online teacher business in 2021, you can go to CaseyMorris.com slash go. My name is spelled really weird though. So it's K-A-Y-S-E-M-O-R-R-I-S.com slash go. All right. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to see all of these teachers stepping into their CEO teacher mindset. Thanks, Casey. Thank you. Well, check that off your list, my friends. You just finished another episode of the Spark Chasers podcast. If you want more, head over to artsintegration.com forward slash Spark Chasers for show notes, a space to tell me what you thought of today's show and links to what we talked about today. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This helps others find the show so we can all grow and learn together. Can't wait to get together again soon.